0: Welcome to Equipus Christchurch. Equipus Church is a whole lot of friends championing one another to go higher in Christ. For more details, check out our website at EquipusChurch.com forward slash Christchurch.
1: When we talk about aspirations, about meaning, and about like your dreams, what is it that gives you meaning or purpose? Um I think
0: I think for me what gives me Meaning and purpose is uh, un- understanding that what what I do in you know in my life is is a part of something bigger, is a part of something greater. It's not just what's going on for, for me in my sphere, but but how that uh, can influence the larger picture, how that can you know be a part of a a greater whole. Um, and I think just trying to make the world. A better place, and, and you know, if, if if I can if I can bless one person or make one <clears throat> if I can make one person's day, or or make someone smile, to me that's that's actually in like a small way made the world slightly better. Um, so all about making people happy. Nice.
2: Um, I feel, uh, I, I, uh, I remember a, a, study done, I don't even know the numbers or anything, so don't fact check me, um, Great but there memory. was something like a million, uh, people that we influence, um, and And that's for the most introverted person. like that's for the person that like goes to the library and the lunch breaks and um, and reads books and doesn't hang out with anyone. They still affect like something like a million people, which is crazy. and and I feel like for me, uh, like the purpose and and uh, what I seek is is i uh, I feel like I want to know how I influence those people and how I can make that effect um, in that larger picture. Uh, and so the, uh, for me, it's just making sure that I'm on track with, uh, with God's plan and what God wants me to, uh, use me to influence others. Uh, so yeah.
1: That's so good.
2: Um, I think
3: for me, yeah, so it's, it's like knowing the greater purpose of why I'm here and what I am doing, but also, um, also that God's truth and, um, you're yeah, always just going back on that when I feel challenged. Um, I always know that his truth for me and his um, purpose for me. Very
4: good. For me, on a grand scale, I find purpose in knowing that I'm part of something that is so much bigger than just myself. And that we're heading towards an eternal goal that is so much greater than my limited understanding of my life. And I find a lot of peace in that. And then on a more intimate level, it's being a loving wife. It's being a good daughter and a valuable employee and a faithful member of this church. That gives me a lot of purpose.
5: Um, for me, kind of similar to Roy, it's like the whole thing of knowing that, like, talking about like dreams and stuff that, like, my dream and my like aspirations and stuff is just one part of the puzzle, like that kind of like fits in. Like my dream kind of like helps them, like the movement, I guess, kind of like kind of helps to build everything up. And yeah,
1: that's good. That's good. I love that thought. Like, what is God's purpose? It's such a better question to frame than what's God's purpose for me. Because when we leave it open, we're following His plan. But when we try and add me on the end of it, I try and turn it all about me. And the gospel is so much more than just me, it's about everybody. What a great question. That's really awesome. How about we answer this one from youngest to oldest? So when it comes to like purpose, obviously finding that's one thing, but like how do you know that you're heading in the right direction?
2: Oh, how do you know you're heading in the right direction? Wasn't be our promise. Um <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, um, I feel, uh, when you, when you're heading in the right direction, the devil's uh, idea is to blur what's right and what's wrong, so you don't even know when you're deciding, right? So you can come to a decision, and you don't even know what's, like, right and what's wrong, so that's, like, the, uh, the kind of the devil's way of making you choose wrong, and so the first, like, focus is to focus, um, if that makes sense, <laughs> to, 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 to <laughs> to um to to figure out and you need to make mistakes in order to understand what mistakes are you need to like you need to like it's like it's like uh we we sin like it's like it's a thing you know um but you need to sin in order to figure out what sin is so you can stay away from it and stay on the path in the first place
0: um
5: For me, it's probably um, things like prophecy um, and people speaking into my life and and, um, uh, confirming the things that I feel in my heart um, coming from God. Um, Yeah.
3: Um, For me, it's very similar to Ruben. So just having those people, um, yeah, just supporting me and also just having, like, prophecies and words in my life and also... um, I know that when I am going in the right direction, a lot of challenges, like, pop up, and I know that that's when the devil's, like, trying to test me and trying to distract me from where I'm meant to go, so, um, yeah, so sometimes that can be, I can get frustrated with that, but just giving that all to Jesus, and, um, yeah, just him just telling me where to go really helps with that, Yeah.
4: Um, I believe, and I think we all believe, that God gives us free choice, and so there are many, many paths that we can take in life, but I do believe that God has one perfect path, and my hope is that I align myself with His perfect path for my life, and so I think the way that we try and do that is to be sensitive and to attune to His Spirit, so we need a soft heart and a sharp mind, yeah? Yeah. And I think God is speaking to us every day and it's whether we want to open our eyes and see the way that he's working because he's, he's tweaking us, he's nudging us and pulling us back into line. And I heard an analogy recently that maybe is fitting to share that when a farmer plows his field, he's, he's making a straight line. Sorry, any farmers in here? <laughs> he's making a straight line and if, he, if you look back, you can deviate from your path. So, if we fix our eyes on Christ, I don't think it's any more complicated than that. You know.
0: That's right. Um. So, so obviously, seeing as I'm speaking last, I feel like I have the benefit of being the eldest one here. Um. And and. And, you know, I was, I was finding it really interesting kind of listening to everyone else because I think I would have answered this question, you know, differently when, when I was younger than what I would now because of the journey that God has taken me on and, yeah, and, and the doors that I've gone through or not gone through through that point. So I guess where, where I'm at now is uh, I, I know that where I am at the moment is where God has placed me. You know, it's, it's, it's not been, I won't go into how many doors have opened, that really should not have opened for me, um, because it's embarrassing, um, but I, I know without a shadow of a doubt that where I am now is, is where God has placed me and, and purpose for me, so therefore I'm going to do what I'm doing now as well as I can to the best of my abilities with excellence until the next door opens. Because that, then I know, okay, God is making a way for me forwards from where I am now into the next season. And then I will do that as well as I can for as long as I need to until the door opens again. Um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll leave it there.
1: That's great. I love that thought that Abby shared, the sharp mind and a soft heart. Because how easy is it to get that the wrong way around? Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes from our own mistakes and stuff that we've messed up, sometimes life just blows us off track. But if we just keep focus on him, then we're always heading in the right direction. That's so good. And I love what Roy alluded to there with with all the things that could have opened up in life for you. I mean, if if we're honest, distraction happens for everyone, right? Like there's always distraction and there's always challenges. And so maybe by order of like birthday month, this will be a fun one for you. Let's, let's answer this one by order of like birthday month. When you, like, what type of distractions or challenges are you facing or have you faced, and how do you overcome them?
0: Okay, I'm, I'm April. Any advances on April?
3: Okay, I guess it's me. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, normally, it's so, oh, I guess it's. Um, so whenever like, um, I know that I'm going in the right direction and stuff, it's normally um, God tests me and he makes me go really out of my comfort zone. Um, sometimes it's things that I want to do, sometimes it's things I do, but um, I know that's when, that's when I really rely on God and that's when I definitely grow more spiritually in my faith as well.
0: Hey team, um, things that are distracting us, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Challenges, distractions, overcoming. Challenges, distractions.
0: Yeah, good, good, good. Concentration. Um, <laughs> first and foremost, uh, I, I think for me, again, it's it's changed. Man, I hate <laughs> saying as I've gotten older. It sucks. Um, but but seriously, as as I've gotten older it's it's changed from i guess when i was younger just wanting to do something exciting or do do something that that was just really cool for me but actually was was limiting my sphere to being all about me limiting my life to being yeah all about doing something great for me but not actually serving a greater purpose um now that i'm a little bit older realistically, it's probably things like finances or or career or thinking, oh, man, if I make this decision for me, this will set me up really well for a long time, or this will, but again, you you see how much I start using the word me, um, even just explaining it. And so I think, yeah, the biggest distraction would be building my kingdom instead of God's on the whole. Thanks, team. We got there. June, baby. June?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Distractions. Um, so I love a saying, uh, a pastor said it, so it wasn't really my, uh, but I'm going to anyway. Um, so I love the saying, what well, the devil can't destroy, he distracts. Um, and it's so true because we we get in like um and times of worship and then our phones buzz and and then, oh what's that and then and then sometimes uh, and and that can just be the short and then the and the long picture um you uh, I, I love what he said um the focusing on yourself you can be hitting in like one direction and you can be like. Like oh, I have this dream, like when you're a kid, you know you want to be like a movie star or you want to be a this or you want to be that and then you and then you start to you start to grow up and then and then you're like, no, I just I just I want this now, I want that, and then the next day you want say and so. And so we see all these, and then, um, and so we see all these like doors and these options and, and, it, and it gets overwhelming and, and what God purpose and what God's plan, we might not even know what that is. And so instead of just th- trying to think ourselves as to what the future is, we need to like tune into what God has and what uh, he has for our plan. Because um, who knows, it could be similar to what we have, or it could be completely different Um and, and it's, it's about tuning in and uh, uh, focusing on that so yeah, yeah,
5: yeah
4: good. Good. so the things that I think distract me from dreams and aspirations is definitely a fear of failure and I think that's something that God can work through but that's a real obvious one for me not wanting to try something just in case it doesn't work out another thing that comes to mind is not wanting to be uncomfortable, you know, enjoying the comfort zone and, and and life's comforts, and we know that God hasn't called us to a life of comfort, you know. Um, and then the other thing that's definitely a distraction would be being busy. It's a biggie, and I I know people have said if Satan can't make you bad, he'll make you busy, and I definitely. Can understand that, um, and I think we really just need to prioritize people because people are God's kingdom. Um,
5: yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess mine kind of similar to Abby. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, um, so kind of like fear of failure as well. Like, like, like I won't do it to the best of my ability, I guess, and then also. Um, being in, like, my last year of high school, like, being surrounded by, like, things of, that aren't of God and then, like, trying to, um, like, stay true to what God has called me, who he's called me to be um, and, and what he's called me to do and what not to do and what to stay away from um, and, and resisting temptation in, in that sphere. Um, yeah.
1: Really good, really good. I love what Jackson picked up on and then you did too, just in that whole tuning in piece. Like I often think if we talk about challenges and distractions, like my biggest fear is to get to heaven and have God show me, provided I make it in, right? (laughs) Obviously. But like, and have God show me who it is that he called me to be and not recognize that person. And be like all the time, this is what I asked you to do. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, but I did this and I did this. He's like, no, no, no. This is what I asked you to do. What do you do with it? Do you know what I mean? And I think from a distraction or a challenge perspective, it's that tuning in. Because you can be 0.1 frequency off and miss the station. That whole frequency thing, like you can miss the message. You can miss the moment, miss the song. But if you would, the thing I like about a radio, right, is we've got the power to adjust the frequency. The thing I like about our life, right, is God has given us authority just to tweak it and point 0.1 of a degree is not a long way off but over a distance you can miss it tune in yeah tune in so good that's really awesome so like just to drop on a bombshell I was gonna like line this up by like weight order but that's probably less politically correct day eh? so maybe like just as you feel fit in this one like you can freestyle it in whatever order that you like but how is God developing you and your purpose and in your character in this season?
5: Okay. Um, for me, I feel like he, um, like I'm being prepared because I'm, for those of you who don't know, I'm moving to Auckland next year. Um, but I feel like I'm being prepared and built up to be sent out, um, that like um, my gifts and stuff are being, um, like practicing them and like, um, um, I don't know, like getting better at them I guess or like um, nurturing them and, and seeing what God has for them and then um, getting ready to, to leave home and to go on to the big bad world and get it. <laughs>
4: um, I think this season of my life God is calling me to expand my capacity for knowledge and it's exciting and I think Oh, I know, my faith is strong, and I love God very deeply. And I think he's saying, I want to show you just how much I add up. And so I think in this season, he is um, prompting me with scriptures, and he wants me to go deeper so that I'm better equipped uh, to share his gospel, you know?
3: I think for me, God is um, just telling me to step out and be bold. Um, yeah, so yeah, just to be yeah bold.
2: Um, I, I I love the word movement, and I really feel like uh, we we have to move. Like we have to, uh, and for me, in particularly, uh, if I just like like I'll be like this, like this. And then all, all of a sudden I'll just like go like this and that's not helpful. like we we uh I feel like I um I go through, like, times where I just kind of, like, get comfortable and, like, I'm doing all right, you know, and I'm getting, I'm going by. I just go on the the straight line, but I really feel like uh, uh, lately in the past few months, and I'll I'll talk about it soon as well, um, I feel like I've really started to, like, move and started to, like, grow in my faith. I've always seen it as, like, stairs, right? And I've always, um, I've always seen, uh, like, a set of stairs as, like, my kind of, like, faith walk, I guess, and what I've been doing uh, for like a lot of my life is like on Sundays, or like got one step and then Monday I'll go back down and then I'll go, what? And then I'll go back down. It's like the exercise, right? And then I feel like it felt useless. And I I, I felt guilty. Like I go in time of worship and I'd be like, man, tomorrow I'm just gonna go back to school, and then I feel empty, and then I kinda I lose it. And then and then but but what I didn't realize is by doing this, I was getting my legs really, really strong. And so now, especially when I'm starting to walk the stairs up. I'm not getting tired because of what I did down there, because my legs are now strong, and then I'm starting to walk with uh, with a little bit more power and really starting to plough through. So I feel like I feel like that's kind of happening for me in my life right now, and that's really cool. Amen.
0: Um, I I think for me this, this has been a really interesting journey. So my wife and I used to be the young adult pastors down at Equipers in Dunedin, which is a great church, great time. I uh, love that city. But um, it's it's been really interesting for, for both of us now moving up here for a specific purpose, for a specific season for, for further study for me. And, and so having... When you're involved in ministry, it's quite easy for that to become your purpose or, you know, your calling or or everything uh, around that. And it's been really interesting kind of stripping that back and, and taking a step back from that. And in terms of the way that God is developing me, He's showing me uh, who I am and how I affect my world regardless of what capacity, you know, or, or, you know, role, I'm actually involved in the fact that I can still, whether I am, you know, preaching to my classmates, because that's a great idea, um, or, or just, just loving them and just appreciating them and, and just meeting them where they're at and discovering the amount of influence that I can have, just by being who God has called me to be here, I think, is how. So it, it feels almost like a holding pen, but it's, it's so not. It's, it's so much, you know, deeper and wider than that. Um,
1: yeah. That's awesome. Hey, Church, why don't you stand for a moment? You guys can stand too. That'd be great. We've got guys from Massive serving in the booth up the top and guys from youth and young adults here. I wonder if, just for a second, just to give yourself a stretch, Just point an arm in this direction. Come on, let's pray for them for just a moment for who they are, but also what they represent. God, in this season, Father, over every area of young people in this house, Lord, for our young adult space and for our youth and, Lord, for our masses space, Lord, we know that you're calling them forward closer to you. Lord, that championing uh, areas of faith for this house, Lord, we we celebrate what you're doing in every individual's life. I thank you, Lord, that you're helping them find meaning and purpose and direction and to remove distraction or take them through it in Jesus' name. Lord, even as we round out another year and come uh, ready and prepared for another new season in you, Lord, we would just make a way in our heart and space in our minds and in our spirit to say, speak to us again, Lord, in Jesus' name, we pray, Father, for who they are and who they represent tonight. I thank you for the faith that has been released in this place, for wisdom and maybe just for testimony, God, that you would use what is of you to stick and to shift stuff in people's lives and we can, we can take that away like bread that would just satisfy and bring sustenance to us this week in Jesus' name. Everybody say it. Amen. 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 You guys can have a seat. Thank you so much. How about you give them a hand? Oh. That's a, quite a literal meaning to have a seat, eh? Like, I'll just take this one. Thanks, that's awesome. Really cool. Hey, today is a great day for so many reasons. We had our kids uh, speak this morning. You've heard from some of our guys, and you're about to hear from uh, one of our team again uh, in just a minute, which I'm real excited about. But I also wanted to share with you that today is the day that, like, properly, my daughter Charlotte walked. And she's like... Less than 1.1, whatever 13 months is. I don't know, some people talking months. She's just one. She's one. And like, do you know, I've been thinking about this whole thing around purpose, right? And isn't it amazing how God can take a baby and teach you more about you and him than you can teach her? Like she was in a high chair just the other day and getting upset because she wanted to get out of it. Uh, which is like a common occurrence at the end of feeding time. Like upset until you feed me and then I'm happy. And then when I'm done, I'm done. Get me out. She's a strong, strong, beautiful girl. But like there was just this moment where I was walking to the kitchen and it just, it, it, it triggered something in my spirit. I recognized the moment, at least for me, which was real powerful, where like I thought, man, how many times do I get upset and say, God, take me out of this situation. Get me out of this circumstance. When he's like just walking to the kitchen going, do you know what? I'm not gonna take you out of it until I clean that off you. Just because I understand more than you do right now, I'm not gonna let you traipse that mess all around the house, all around where your area of influence is. I'm gonna come back in a moment. I won't leave you for long, but we're gonna clean it off you before we take you out of that situation. And there's just these moments in life where you hold precious. And tonight we get to share another one of those where we get to hear from the powerful Jackson. Uh as he brings a message. I wonder if you'd just give him a hand and honor him as he comes to preach the word. Yeah. It's gonna go so much better if we bring your iPad.
2: Could I grab that? Bro,
1: absolutely. I got you.
2: They're right. onto it. They're onto it.
1: <laughs> we practice this.
2: Oh, oh. Shot team. While I fumble around with all this. Oh, shout! Conference 2018, who went? Show of hands. Yes, it was so good. Uh, if you missed, out, uh, you missed out, you missed out. Um, you um, missed. I've got uh, a message for you guys today uh, that was really uh, kind of set on my heart uh, around that time. And uh, God really told me something that uh that I just I, I I it's it's been in my heart for a while and I'm really pleased that I get to share that with you. Um so I remember I, I go to like a lot of like conferences and a lot of like like I went to summer camps at like my old um old church and like I did like like I love I went to the men's cover that was uh the men's conference that was amazing. Um and I, I love these events, right? Um and so I um I, I, I tend to I tend to grab and I tend to take all like the things that I want out of my life, right? Like like the the the, the kind of like like here's the this and here's the, the all the problems that I have and I kinda like I kinda let them pile up for a while and um and then I kinda go to these events and I use these events as opportunities to 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 get rid of them. And um and so what tends to happen right is I'll get in a time of worship. And I'll be like, hey, God, let's send, let's like, a pastor. Like, let's get, like, the guest speaker over there to, like, come pray for me because that that'll be so cool. Like then I get to go home and be like, oh, so-and-so prayed for me. Like, you know, that was so cool, you know. So I tend to, I, t- I, was, in a, I was in a time of worship and shout. And I was like, hey, God, wouldn't that be so cool? Like, can we do that? Um, and, like, Samuel Rodriguez, he's over there, like, like yeah, makes something happen. And then it's almost as if he, like, yelled at me, right? But he yelled at me with excitement. You know, like he was excited to tell me off. Um, kind of like my parents. I'm kidding. Um, and, and, so, and so he said, Jackson. Uh, he used my name. Oh, he knows my name. <laughs> um, he, he, he screamed my name. He's like, Jackson. <laughs> and oh, oh, it's so good. He, uh, he said to me, it is time to stop searching for a vessel and start being one. Man, I didn't even know what the word vessel even meant at the time. Like, that's how, like, like that was, like, so I, I remember, I just, I heard that, and I just, like, you know, my knees, I'm like, okay, whoa. <laughs> like, I just start, like, getting fueled, you know, like, I was, like, so fueled, but so hungry at the same time, you know, like, I really, I really felt something in that moment, um, like, I think there's like 600,000 plus words in the English dictionary, I don't even know. You can Google it. Um, and, and, but not one can like explain the presence and like the love and just the overwhelming fullness and fruitfulness that God can have for you in the moment of the presence of worship and praise and, and just in your day-to-day life. Um, and so the idea and the concept of starting to be a vessel kind kind of got stuck in me, right? So I, uh, I, 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 uh, I encourage you guys tonight uh, that it's time to stop searching for a vessel and start praying one. It's time to stop going, okay. hey, hey, can we get like a, a pastor to go pray for that person because they need some saving? Uh, you know, and God's just there like, funny you say that. Someone else sent the same thing and I sent you. <laughs> you know, we, we think... Um, we we can think that uh, we we can think that uh, God is, is calling someone else to do something because it's too large of a task. You know? Like we'll be like, Oh, we can't do that. It's too much of a Yeah, you really think? Nah. Anyways, um so anyways, I, I was in a I was in a time of time of praise as well after that. I just something to my jaw, don't know what. I get back to the hotel room. I had my jaw's all swollen at this point, so I had a little bit of a left, like left, so I'm kind of talking like this. And I was so fueled afterwards as well, like I was super like, woo. Um, so I get into into my little the little cabin. I was with the Dunedin crew at the at the time. It was so cool. Uh, and I get up. I was on the top bunk, and I just wanted to Google the word vessel, right? I kind of understood it. I kind of got it. I kind of like God kind of told me. But I wanted to see what the current time meaning of vessel. So I understood the spiritual meaning behind it, but I wanted to see what Google had to say. You know? So I Google it. Um, and, and it came up with with two things. Meanwhile, my friends are telling me I should put an iceberg on my drawer. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um so I Google it. Um, and it, it came out with two things. Um, one, a ship or a large boat. Um, but number two really caught my attention. A hollow container, especially one used to hold liquid such as a bowl or a cask. And and what I love about it is is a hollow container. Right. We 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 need to we need to I have two tips for you guys tonight on how to be a vessel. Tip number one, be hollow. You need to forgive. You need to let go. And you need, in order for God to work through you in ways you've never seen before, you need to allow room for God to enter. So you need to forgive. You need to let go of the past. You need to start. You need to wipe yourself clean of the dirt that is on you and get into the presence and and just and tune in, tune in to what He has to say. Um. And uh, and so Tim Double One is uh is be hollow get hollow, just, just, just get rid of it, get rid of the things that, that you don't need in your life that doesn't serve God's purpose and plan. Um, uh, it even says, Ephesians 4, uh, verse, uh, chapter 4, verse 32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. Um, <laughs> show of hands, be honest, if you've heard David and Goliath been preached before, by in a sermon, or you've just, like, heard it, you know, like, you've heard the David and Goliath story. Well, here we go again. Um, I remember asking God what kind of story from the Bible we wanted me to use, and uh, he said, David and Goliath, duh. <laughs> I was like, um can't. <laughs> Cliche. So, God's idea, not mine. Uh, you can take it up with him. I wouldn't suggest it, but go, go for God. Um, <laughs> so, um so brief story, as quick as I can make it, uh, David, he gets hired by Uber Eats, just so happens he's going to deliver food to his brothers, he has like eight of them, um, and, he's, and he's going out to deliver the, the the bread and the this and the that, and he gets there, and they kind of tease him, they're just like, oh, you're just here to watch us fight, <laughs> like you're not here actually to deliver food, like you got food, but it's kind of like an excuse, you just want to see us fight, we get it, it's fine, you can come watch us fight, so he's just like, all right, whatever, <laughs> Yeah, I might as well. Came on this way. Let's go uh, see what the, all the fuss is about. And he hears about this Goliath guy. And everyone's, like, shaking, right? They're like, man, there's going to be, like, a 1v1 situation tomorrow with, like, this Goliath and, like, whoever we can find. At the moment, no one wants to do it, you know? Like, Goliath's, like, this tall giant, right? Like, he's, like, huge. Like, <laughs> like I'm not a good example for that. But he's, like, you know, <laughs> um, um. I am a good example for David. So David's really small, right? Um, my man. And so um, and so David uh, gets a word from God that he has to go and slay Goliath. And he's like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, he brought a slingshot with him uh, because he looks after sheep, fights beers all the time, slingshots. He knows how to use it. Um, so he's just like, oh, all good. I can do it. I got a slingshot. Um, <laughs> and that, all the brothers are just kind of like, they, they have the soup in their mouth, and they're like, Poof, you know, like... Like, come on! <laughs> um, he's like, no, no, no! It's all good. It's all good. So he goes to the king, right? Um, and he asks the king uh, if he could, uh, if he could slay uh, Goliath, right? And the king's just like, okay, well, we have no one else. So I guess so. <laughs> you know, like, there's no other option. Like, he's the last option, but he's the only option at the same time, right? So, so, uh, and uh, one Samuel seventeen verse thirty-eight. I believe it will come up on the thing. Um, uh, Then Saul Saul dressed um, David in his own tunic. Um, (laughs) He put on a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So he took them off. Tip number two. God's not calling us to wear the armor. He's calling us to slay the giant. I, I got this, and I was a little bit confused because I was like, that's really obvious, God. <laughs> like, duh. But it's true because we, we sometimes, we forget. Like, imagine if the conversation that God and David had before this went something like this. Hey, hey, David, yo, what up? Um, I want you to go slay Goliath. Can't, why not? Because the armor's too big and the sword's too heavy. Can't, you know? <laughs> Hey, David, what? You're stupid. Okay, thanks, God. Um, you know, like like we, we think that when we're called to do something, when we're called to slay a giant, that we need to do it the way society and everyone else is doing it. All the soldiers and everyone there, they were wearing armor. They were fighting with the swords. So he feels like he needs to go out and get the armor again. So... so but but you got to realize that God's not calling us to wear the armor; He's calling us to slay the giant. Um. So um. Uh, let's let's pray. Let's pray, dear God. I just pray that you are able to use us as a vessel, Father God, and that you are able to just work wonders through us that we've never seen before, Father God, and that we are able to understand that we are able to forgive, Father God, and let go. Not for, not for their purpose, but for ours, Father God, and that we're able to get hollow so you can, you can use us, Father God, and that we are able, able to understand that you have ways around situations that we've never seen before, that we can get to a place and we can, we can slay a, a giant um, without wearing the armor, Father God. Um, amen. Amen. Before, before I get off, one other thing, uh, one little personal thing. Imagine if the conversation that me and God had about this went something. Hey, hey, Jackson, yo, what up? Um, I want you to go preach next Sunday. Can't, why not? Because I'm not an intern or a preacher. Or I'm not in the position. I don't really have the. And now I'm here <laughs> Somehow. Someone gave me a mic, and this is amazing. So I just want to thank you guys for that opportunity. And, uh, and yeah.
1: Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out our website at equipuschurch.com
0: forward slash Christchurch.